We are living our capability, our purpose in life, our future potential with a governor that we apply to ourselves. And you know what that governor is? It's our minds. And when it starts facing fear or adversity, it shuts down. You can think of our governor as our survival mechanism, as our safety blanket, as that crutch. When things start to get very painful, your mind ends up taking control and then tells you and your body that you need to be doing something else. Anything other than putting yourself into that uncomfortable place. But when you can start taking control of your mind, you can start removing the governor from your life. Hello, visionaries, creators, innovators, entrepreneurs, and leaders of all types. Hi, my name is John Miles, and I wanted to welcome you to this episode of the Passion Struck Podcast, where it is my job to interview high achievers from all walks of life and unlock their secrets and lessons to becoming passion struck. The purpose of our show is to serve you, the listener, by giving you lessons, tools, and activities that you can use to achieve a passion-driven life. Now, let the journey begin. Welcome to Momentum Friday in episode 31 of the Passion Struck Podcast. And today, I want to start off by giving you three quotes from retired Navy SEAL David Goggins. His first quote, he says, denial is the ultimate comfort zone. And then he goes on to say, don't focus on what you think you deserve. Take aim on what you're willing to earn. And the third quote, and maybe the most impactful, he says, you are in danger of living a life so comfortable and soft that you will die without ever realizing your true potential. And I decided to pick those quotes today because I happened to be listening to a podcast that featured David Goggins on it the other day. And as I was listening to him, he came out with one of his most famous statistics, which is that 40% of people he believes are not living at their true capability. And it got me to start thinking about some of my previous shows and some of the research I had done. I talked about the demise in people becoming entrepreneurs and in overall business fatality, not only in the U.S., but across all Western cultures. And so I decided to dig a little bit deeper. And what I found was pretty shocking. I thought I would share with you some of these statistics from studies that I found that not only prove that what Goggins is saying is correct, but he may be way overestimating the number. And I believe it could be much smaller. I'll share all these statistics with you in the show notes so you can go back and refer to them if you'd like. The first was an April 28, 2021 article that had the following statistics. It first said that only 20% of all Americans feel satisfied by what they do. Went on further to say that only 55% of Americans are either completely or partially happy by their job. Another 33% feel that their current profession is in a career-ending job. And 21% from this article were keen to change jobs already. So after that, I dug a little bit deeper and I found a 2017 study by the Faust Foundation and Mental Health America. And it showed that 71% of all respondents out of the 17,000 people they polled were so unhappy that they were looking to change careers. It showed that most employees are just plain stressed out and two-thirds blame their job for both mental and behavioral issues. It went on to say that because of work, 63% of respondents said that they take part in unhealthy behaviors, such as drinking and crying regularly. And that got me searching even harder. And so I then found a 2019 partner study that showed that only 13% of work 
workers are satisfied by their careers and what they do. And then I found probably the most damning survey of them all. I found a 2019 survey that was done by Gallup. And this survey was the most wide-reaching out of all of them. It looked at the one billion full-time workers from across the entire planet. And in it, it found that only 15% of all those employees, one billion of them, are actually engaged at work. If you look at that another way, that means that an astronomical 85% of the planet's full-time workers are dissatisfied with their jobs. And it got me to thinking about this further and further. Why are we finding so few people are living to their full capability? My conclusion is because I think we apply governor to our life. And that is what I'm going to talk to you about today. Now let's get on with the show. As I was growing up in York, Pennsylvania, I was lucky to have a great friend named Chip. And we were friends from around the third grade all the way through high school. And Chip lived pretty close to me, so close that we could easily ride our bikes to each other's house. But one of the things that I enjoyed most about childhood with Chip and his family was that they had a family farm outside of town. And on weekends and during the summer, we would often go there with Chip's father. And if you knew anything about Chip's dad, he was one of town's few dentists, but he was always monkeying around with something. He loved play with mechanical things. He loved that farm and he loved having boys be boys. And so we had so much fun on that farm and we did activities such as helping his dad farm, helping him fertilize, ride the tractor, etc. I probably ate 2,000 ears of corn during my time there. He also had horses, motorcycles, but my favorite activity, and I bet you if you ask Chip, his as well, were racing the Honda dune buggies that they had. And oh my gosh, they were so much fun. But as we were younger and first learning how to drive these, Chip's dad was very smart. He made sure we were belted in, that our hands were always in hand rests. But instead of letting us race these things at their full speeds, he put a governor on them. It was probably one of the smartest decisions he made because he knew if he didn't, we were going to drive these things and get hurt and place ourselves in an unsafe place. And so years went by and we had the governor on and we would always ask him to take it off. And finally he did as we got older. And I remember we were just whipping through the fields and around this farm. And as we were going around this high pin fern and I'm racing Chip, I remember suddenly seeing Chip's dune buggy flipping over and over and over again. He somehow lands between two trees completely upside down. And if you know Chip's dad in any way, that the last thing you want to be is the person who has to go up to him and tell him that his son is stuck in two trees in an upside down dune buggy. But that's what I had to do. And I can tell you, he was not very happy with us. You see, a typical governor very an engine speed by restricting how much fuel actually gets to the engine. And you'll often see governors on buses, on things like tractor trailers, possibly on high-end cars where they might have a speedometer that says it can go 220 miles per hour, but maybe it top ends at about 140 or 150. You see them on boats and in other mechanical equipment as well. The purpose of that governor is to keep that piece of equipment from achieving its top performance, from allowing it to go as fast as that engine could potentially go. The designers of the engine put these governors on them because they want to keep you safe and they don't want you to take that vehicle to the top end of its performance. And it got me thinking, so often in life, we are living our capability, our purpose in life, our future potential with a governor that we apply to ourselves. And you know what that governor is? It's our minds. And when it starts facing fear or adversity, it shuts down. You can think of our governor as our survival mechanism, as our safety blanket, as that 
crutch. When things start to get very painful, your mind ends up taking control and then tells you and your body that you need to be doing something else, anything other than putting yourself into that uncomfortable place. But when you can start taking control of your mind, you can start removing the governor from your life. And today I'm going to talk you through my own personal story of how I was applying a governor to my own life and why it was limiting me from achieving my full capabilities. And then I'm going to go through three different governors that I find exist in many people's lives, how you can recognize them and what they are doing to you by you applying them. I used to think that I would really motivate myself to really live up to my full potential by telling myself day in and day out that I really wasn't. I thought that by giving myself that birth of negativity, that I could use that as a weapon to ignite that passion inside of me. And I'm going to tell you, it didn't work out too well for me. Not that I didn't get any results by saying, you're not living up to your full potential. And I would do that when I got out of bed, when I was having a drink in the morning, when I would go for a walk, when I would go to the gym, when I would eat before I went to bed, I was trying to use it constantly as a motivator. Anytime I found was a great time to remind myself that I wasn't living up to my full potential. And I got tons of results, just not the ones I expected. You see, I found by doing that, we put out to the universe what we get back. It's using the law of attraction, an episode I did just a few weeks ago. If you want negativity, then put negativity out there. If you want positive outputs, then the inputs that you need to be putting into your own self-belief system need to be positive too. And lastly, I became an expert at driving myself absolutely crazy with my non-stop, you are so stuck banter that I was filling my head with. I ended up feeling stuck, low on energy, feeling less and less passionate about my life and where it was going. These became my daily companions. So it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone that I grew less and less fond of my motivational technique that was becoming anything less but motivational. And through that experience, I learned that living our full potential means that we need to take governor off our own life. And I'm going to give you the three biggest governors that I think we use as a crutch for living our life to its full capability. And if you want to truly live your life to its fullest capability and to start to accomplish what you're set out to do, it might be time to take that brutal, honest look at your current reality and your life at this moment and how you're living it. Did you know that Forbes magazine recently cited that 70% of individuals who do personal development, masterminds, and one-on-one -on -one coaching benefited from better work performance increased communication skills, and overall better relationships. And we at PassionStruck are obsessed with self-development, coaching, and mentorship. That is why we've created a free resource to help you unlock your hidden potential. Because people doing great things in business and life are just like you, only they've had a coach along the way. And we've got that covered too. Let us show you the systems and frameworks that we teach growth-minded individuals to help them step into their sharp edges. Get ready to supercharge your hiring experience with Indeed, our fantastic partner. We at PassionStruck are all about seeking smarter, more efficient ways to do things, and Indeed perfectly aligns with this philosophy when it comes to hiring. It's more than just a job site. It's a comprehensive platform that revolutionizes the way you find the perfect candidates. With its powerful matching engine and over 350 million global monthly visitors, Indeed streamlines the hiring process, bringing top talent straight to you. No more sifting through endless unqualified resumes. Indeed does the heavy lifting 
just for you. And what I love about Indeed is its ability to centralize all your hiring activities from scheduling interviews and screening applicants to messaging candidates. It's all in one place. During my career, I've hired thousands of employees and I only wish I had Indeed's efficiency and speed back then. And here's a fact that absolutely blows my mind. 93% of employers, according to a recent survey, say Indeed delivers the best quality matches over other job sites. That's quality and speed hand in hand. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash passionstruck. Just go to Indeed.com slash passionstruck right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash passionstruck. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I know all those discount codes are difficult to remember, so we put them all at passionstruck.com slash deals. Now, back to passionstruck. Execute on their passion journeys and get predictable results time and time again. Go to passionstruck.com slash coaching right now and let's get igniting. As I said earlier, your mind knows exactly who you are. It knows your innermost fears. It knows what you're most insecure about. And it does an amazing job at taking you away from any of those things to a place of safety. It is very good at getting you back to those self-limiting beliefs that you have about yourself, your potential, and what you can do with your life. You see, we want that feeling of security, of being in the status quo. So what is keeping you from living the life that you want? Well, I'll give you a few hints. Fear of failure fear of the unknown, fear of taking a risk, or fear of being wrong. And here's a big one, fear of leaving a good salary, or fear of leaving that job at the top that you've worked so hard to climb to. And then lastly, one that I see all the time that many people don't want to admit to is fear of losing your social status. And we do those things by applying these three governors I'm going to walk you through to your life. So let's go through these three governors. The first type of governor that we end up putting into place is the one that is focused on looking so much externally for happiness and passion instead of putting that focus internally. When we put so much focus, like I did, on telling ourselves we're not good enough, we leave ourselves with little time for anything else. And don't get me wrong, I was busy all over searching for my passion. I read tons of books. I completed online tests and quizzes. I went on LinkedIn and looked at jobs. And I went out and looked at what other people were doing and spent a whole bunch of time asking everyone else for their advice. In short, I was looking everywhere except inside of me. And you see, when I read these books about finding your passion or releasing your passion or this or that, I think a lot of them have some good tips, but many of them I find are just completely bogus. What I really find helps you get through finding your passion is the one thing that I wasn't paying attention to at all. And that is what gave me energy. I wasn't paying attention to what fascinated me. Instead, I ended up sitting around writing pros and cons for potential jobs I thought I might like, but each time reaching a dead end again and again. But by doing that, it helped me come to one overwhelmingly clear answer. And that clear answer was, I believe we already know it's inherently inside of us what it means for us to be leading a rich, 
fulfilling passion struck life. It's just a matter of paying attention and listening to ourselves and taking action and checking in with ourselves to discover what feels good, what energizes us, and in the exact same way, what feels bad, what drains us, what doesn't fascinate us and makes us dread doing what we're doing. It's a matter of allowing ourselves to experiment, to explore, to try different things out. The most important thing is to do them one tiny step at a time. And using that time to adjust where necessary, our energy levels and our overall passion with whatever we're doing as guideposts, because those guideposts will guide us into a brilliant life, a life of full potential, a life where we aren't one of those 85% across the world who don't like what they're doing, but a greater and greater percentage of people around the world who truly love and feel passionate about what they're doing. The second governor that we apply to our lives is one filled with fear, failure, and trauma. Living up to our full potential means seeing that fear, seeing that trauma, seeing those obstacles right in front of us and doing it anyway. It means realizing we're living our full potential because of and thanks to the mistakes that we're making along the way. And more importantly, that through those mistakes, we're learning from them. Living our full potential means seeing things the way they are, not the way we think they should be, and most importantly, taking action from that place. It means allowing ourselves to feel the way we do not the way we feel we should. It means diving in and exploring why we feel the way we do. And that is exactly where you will find your answers. It's where you will find what you were meant to do and how to live your fullest capability. That's exactly where we reconnect with our full potential. That is when we start tapping into our inner brilliance. The third and final governor that I found myself and others apply to their lives is the self-limiting belief that we're not good enough. When we tell ourselves, you are not living up to your full potential, we're basically telling ourselves, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I don't have the education. I'm flawed. I can't get to that point. And this is such a disempowering lie. And I've learned a hard way that you have a choice to make. And that is the choice for you to choose whether or not to believe that lie. And I've learned that it is my choice and my choice alone to believe or not to believe that lie. It's my job to take action and overcome the lie. Do something about it. Step into the sharp edges I talk about on this show. Do something daily that scares me or scares you. I've learned that I get to make the choices every minute of every single part of the day. Because when I make those choices on a routine basis, it sets me up for making the choices in life-altering moments when it would be so easy to take the easy path and say, I can't. Instead of putting yourself in the position that you're prepared to say, I can and I will live my life to its fullest. So that's what I finally did. I made the choice. And that's what I have to do daily, time and time again. I'm being the best that I can be right here, right now. By taking off that governor and allowing myself to put away all the lies and accept myself for who I am. To do me, not do you, not do someone else, but to do me and to do it the best that I possibly can do. I am thriving tomorrow because of the mistakes that I'm willing to make today and the failures that I'm willing to address. Because living to our full potential isn't trying to avoid mistakes. It's the opposite. It's giving our life wholeheartedly with all we've got in pursuit of trying to be the best that we can be, knowing that we are going to fail and fail often along the way. And that has led me to be able to reconnect with my full potential through everything that I do. I choose me and you can choose you. And so when I started Passion Struck, I set out to help 
the world's underdogs. David Goggins believes that 60% of you are underdogs because you're not living your full capabilities. I think through some of the knowledge I shared today and on previous episodes, his number is drastically low and it's probably closer to 85% who are not living at their full capability. And when I break down underdogs, people often feel uncomfortable in the words I'm using because I say it's the battered, beaten, broken, and bored of the world. But when you start unpacking that, I think more people realize they fit into one of these groups, but it's uncomfortable to be there. If you're like me and you face trauma, then you know what it feels like to be battered. You know what it's like to have stuck points and how much that they can hinder you from facing your fears. How many of you out there have ever had a bad boss, a bad boss who makes you want to quit a job you might love, but they break you to the point that you feel broken inside. Or it could be a partner or spouse, another family member or friend. How many of you feel like you've given it your all and keep facing failure after failure to the point that you feel beaten and you don't know how to get out of this rut because the further you go down it, like I did, the more broken you feel. Or how many of you are out there and maybe you've lived this portfolio career, maybe you've reached this top position, but now you're bored out of your mind and you're there because of the fears I talked about earlier. So I think when you really come down to it, there are so many of us not living our full capabilities who meet one of those criterias and many more. If there's anything that you take from this episode, today, you have got to take control of your mind. You've got to take that governor off that's prohibiting you from achieving your full capabilities. You have it within inside you to start controlling your mind. I have put governors on my own life and by doing so, they have only taken me farther and farther away from living at my full capability. But as soon as you start recognizing what they are, I gave you three examples. There's plenty more to be out there. You can face those fears of failure, of the unknown, of the good salary that you have, of being at the top, of the social consequences that could happen. And if you need help along the way to make any of these changes, that is the reason Passion Start came into existence. Be the catalyst that helps you take action on your ideas, your aspirations, your passions in life. We want to make them go viral. We want a world where that Gallup survey is the opposite. It says that 85% of people throughout the world feel happy about what they're doing, feel good about their careers, not that they're in potential career ending positions, not that they want to leave their employers and go somewhere else. They feel fulfilled in what they're doing and in their life. And that's the whole purpose of this brand and this podcast that we do on a weekly basis. Thank you so much for joining us. The purpose of our show is to make passion go viral. And we do that by sharing with you the knowledge and skills that you need to unlock your hidden potential. If you want to hear more, please subscribe to the Passion Struck Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts at. And if you absolutely love this episode, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes and you sharing it with three of your most growth-minded friends so they can post it as well to their social accounts and help us grow our Passion Struck community. If you'd like to learn more about the show and our mission, you can go to passionstruck.com where you can sign up for our, our newsletter, look at our tools, and also download the show notes for today's episode. Additionally, you can listen to us every Tuesday and Friday for even more inspiring content. And remember, make a choice, work hard, and step into your sharp edges. Thank you again for joining us.